Well, I don't know, you'd be like famous for like medical science. Pretty sure in some circles I'm probably already a little bit famous. Because it gets, trust me, this okay, whole yeah, thing gets f***ing crazy. Almost instantly, I pass out and I'm on the floor and I wake up and my face just, was just in the, in between two parked cars in the road. Why are you so obsessed with my penis? Like, he just kept looking at it. Hmm? I, I knew something was badly wrong. I, I had no idea the extent and she said she said like you're the most important person here right now usually it takes about four hours this is gonna take 10 minutes so I was put into a coma because I was oh, so bad okay. they actually used fentanyl to put me into the coma so now I've legally done fentanyl my heart actually stopped twice and I had to manually restart it the time that I thought I was an American apprentice master chef on the boat they chained me up and they told me that they were taking me to a prison in Malaysia where I was going to spend the rest of my life because they thought that I was a child molester. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And for what felt like about two days, I was chained up, just like waiting to be sent to a Malaysian prison. Which was amazing as well because you, in the dream, couldn't move either. Yeah. Before you were chained up. Seriously, it you was... You must have been a terrible child molester. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the In Your House Comedy Podcast with the Babyface and his fellow funny friend. Now hold on to your butts. Keep your arms and legs inside the podcast at all times. Prepare to have an autographical orgasm in three, two, two, one. How how are you? Uh, all things considered, pretty good. Yeah. I'm not in a coma anymore, yeah. so I can't complain. <laughs> Well, how would you, how would you know about it? What you told me uh, was it, um, that you had blood flash next to your lungs. It's quite funny that I naturally straight away assumed, oh, you're a deed or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, if I I kind of assumed that I OD'd at that certain point when I woke up. I was like, oh, I did it again. I would assume, I would assume myself if I did that, you know. Well, uh, this one, it was uh, much more accidental. Uh, it's it's a wild f- story, by the way. Like the whole, right. it's a roller, right. Right. it's a roller coaster. Okay. Anyway, I'll stop day one. Day one. This was New Year's Eve as well. I woke up and I've been like quite short of breath, like basically like a month or two up to then, and it'd be getting worse and worse and worse. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when it calms down after Christmas time, I'm gonna go to the hospital. But New Year's Eve, I woke up. And I remember I walked, I just walked downstairs. Okay. Stood up for a little while, and I was really out of breath just from walking downstairs. Is that what it was like, kind of like when you ran for too much? That kind of out of breath, then. Yes. Okay. okay. I was like physically, like, I need yeah, to yeah, get my breath back. Little things would. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just walked downstairs, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna sit down for a little while, get my breath back. I sat down, and I physically couldn't get my breath back. I was sitting there for like about an hour, and I was out of breath the whole time, just sitting there. So, see, I can understand, like, at first, you might think it's like a panic attack or something, mm. too. If I had a panic attack, I went into a coma because of it. I think I'd actually just rather die. That's That'd be a sad way to go from a I'd, panic attack. Well, I don't know. You'd be, like, famous for, like, medical science for the wrong reasons, but you'd be famous. I'm, I'm pretty sure in some circles I'm probably already a little bit famous You might this. be. You might be. Because <laughs> it gets, trust me, this okay, whole yeah, thing gets f***ing crazy. Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> no, don't worry about it. Seriously, but we've got time. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Basically, my dad comes downstairs and I tell him, I think I need to go to hospital. We call the... Uh, do, you to, is it, do you want me to open like a... No, no, you chill, you chill. Okay. Is but, that if you do? Uh, I'm good, but uh, 
my, my dad calls uh, like the ambulance service, and at first I'm like, I'm kind of playing it down because I'm like, it's not that deep. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can wait until after Christmas. But then my dad's like, you got to really be honest with them. So I say like, I say like, what's happening? I say, and they and the doctor basically goes, you need to get to A and E like immediately. He, he he told me to actually call a taxi because it'd be quicker than calling an ambulance. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know the best they do is I don't want that. Like yeah. And like yeah, I, I told him like how bad it was, and he was like very yeah, serious. Yeah, like you yeah. need to get to hospital. Especially with your age as well. But that was a crazy thing. Yeah, that's, that's why I assumed ID. You know, like naturally. I know, and all of the I was, that's what I was thinking at the time. I was like, mm. I'm 20 years old. There's no way like I've got two blood clots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, so my dad calls the taxi. I when the taxi comes, I get up. Um, I walk to the door, and there's this wall up right outside my front. Uh, right outside my front door. Yeah. So I just get up, I just walk out, and the second I walk out the door, this was a 10 second walk, I'm like, I need to sit down. So I sit down oh, on Jesus. the I sit down on the uh, wall, and then almost instantly I pass out, and I'm on the floor, and I wake up, apparently my dad said, five minutes later, and my face just, was just in the, in between two parked cars in the road. Oh, Jesus. And, oh, I, Jesus. and I remember, because after we, we got in the taxi after that, after I regained consciousness, mm. my dad got me on the wheelchair, I think it was in the hospital when we got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. When, you, when you're in the same <laughs> joy, anyway. Oh, yeah. As much as having a coma is quite bad, going in those wheelchair things, you know, building around my nurses, it's really fun. Upside, But uh, I get to the hospital, and I realise when I get there, about there's quite a bit of dirt in my mouth, and half my face is, like, covered with dirt. And... My dad, like, when he got to the hospital, he was like, oh, yeah, like, please, my son's just collapsed, like... Yeah, yeah, he was he's... probably cheating himself with his time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he actually handled it really, really well. Yeah, internally, but yeah. he was, like, dad mode. Yeah, like, he, yeah. but he kept, like, a very cool head about it, and he did yeah, everything yeah. right. And I remember, like... So I was, like, near unconsciousness at this point. I could tell that things weren't great, so I wasn't yeah, really yeah. paying it full attention. But I just remember looking around and seeing like half of the a waiting room just like staring at me. And that's when I was kind of like, okay, this is bad. Yeah. And uh, so... That's where being a comic comes in handy, at least. Yeah. Like, you were a bit used to that. Yeah, like, at, at least it's just half the room this time. There you go. Usually everyone's staring at me just fucking bomb, but half the room just... I, I can handle that. Yeah, but, um, after about half an hour of waiting, which if they knew how bad it was, yeah. they, if they knew how bad it was, they wouldn't. They would have yeah. like sent me in sooner. But even then, there were people that were there probably waiting two hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the second the nurse saw me, she checked my vitals, and from then on, it was like, uh, yeah, I was basically the most important person in the hospital. <laughs> and I, I remember because they gave me the oxygen and everything, and uh, when they realised that it wasn't just like it, there was something serious going on, yeah, yeah. they sent me in for MRI, and I asked the lady. Uh, one of the ladies there and there were about like five people at a time around my bed at any given yeah, point yeah yeah <clears throat> discussing you as if you're like a guinea pig or something yeah seriously yeah. and they were all like it's a very nice they have to do it but it's yeah oh it's, yeah it's it's very yeah. it's a very strange position to be in especially when like everyone's like so hectic and just like yeah yeah from you you're just like just seeing this all go around you I'm guessing yeah, yeah. I, I knew something was badly wrong but I, I had no idea the extent because I remember uh like, I went to have MRI, and I asked the lady how quickly we get the MRI back, and she said, she said like, you're the most important person here right now. Usually it takes about four hours. This is going to take ten minutes. <laughs> That's cool, knowing that, but then also yeah. like telling you that. It's like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. how sick am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so there was, a, there was a while where I was just, like, sitting there waiting, and I was doing things like giving me oxygen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, putting, like, IV in me. And have you had a catheter put in? 
No, I've seen many get put in. It's it it looks it's, as bad. It feels yeah. as bad as it looks. It, I've, I've heard a lot of this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's ah. Oh, I they don't get it in the first time. They're poking around a bit. Ah. Oh, did you get him straight in? Yep. Oh, that's alright then. Not no, too bad. Alright is a <laughs> that's an overstatement. I saw a crazy one. Um, my kid's mum when she was having I can't remember if it was the first or the second. She had an IV in for one of them. She's got other stuff going mm. on anyway. Um, and it was like I can't remember which side it was, but. Whichever side it was, the whole time she was giving birth, and it was just digging in whenever she moved. I think it must have been there, I think. Oh, and I, oh, do you mean the IV? Yeah, yeah, the cath- no, uh, no, no, catheter. That's the thing that they put in your. Oh, in your winky. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Oh well, I'm really, if I'm being yeah, honest, make, yeah. when you said you'd seen it happen a bunch of times, I was like, you've got some <laughs> weird hobbies. That's that did confuse me a lot. I mean, YouTube. Before you <laughs> certain videos, <laughs> it was that's um, that was how I spent my teens. That's seriously, I, I had to have one of those, but and that's one of the last memories I had before I really? went unconscious, which really pissed me yeah. off because they could have just waited an hour and done it when I was asleep. That's what really what pissed was, me off. That like, weirdly enough, actually, this isn't the first time on this channel we talked about this because Nathan's had a few. He, really? He had one left in there. A few? Yeah, yeah, a few. During this one period, he had like a few stints in there as well. One left in him, like when he came home for a bit. And I for ages thought that it was like a tampon, like with a string. <laughs> <laughs> but then he had another one put in before he had kidney stones out of this. And um, for about a day, he did have a tampon one with a string hanging out. That's... Hmm? The most I've ever wanted to see a picture of someone's dick. <laughs> I still haven't seen it, but it's the most I've ever wanted to see a picture of someone's dick. That's, I you couldn't pay me. I, you couldn't pay me to see a picture of that anymore. <laughs> no, no, but you, you know how it feels now. It's genuinely I. I felt like a victim afterwards. <laughs> my like my head went entirely clear. That's like the first time in years I haven't thought anything. Oh, okay. I, I was just lying there like. Like, I felt like a victim. It was horrible. You do victimised. And I... You probably had to change it while you was in the coma. I... Uh, uh, Is that I just, better or worse? I'm not sure. Better than changing it all the way. I suppose. I'm going to go with better as well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even then, taking it out... I remember the doctor. I said, Is taking it out worse or better? And he... <laughs> He said, "Taking it, putting it in hurts. Taking it out's a little bit uncomfortable." Mm. So I was like, "Oh, thank Lord, it's not going to be as bad." And then the second he took it out, I was like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah, you lied to me. <laughs> oh, it was. It was better, but it was just still like. But it's still taking something out of your dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not I mean, fun. It's not going to be good either way. Yeah. I didn't was thinking about it. It's ah, uh, you. I'd, I knew um, a woman that used to be a prostitute at one point in her life, mm. and she put she did a magazine um, thing, and she was saying about her experiences. And the one that was sticking in my head is that somebody paid her twenty pound a dude to insert a knitting needle of his. Yeah. yeah. The one um, like quote that she had about it was that there was a lot of blood and other stuff. Ah, other stuff. Oh, he enjoyed it. He was playing ah, with it. Other stuff. He was into it. Really. Oh, other stuff. Other stuff. Oh, <laughs> 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 intense uh, prosthetic exam, but it went in through the other. Oh, that's that. Uh, that's that's genuinely from the worst things I've ever heard. But see, see, it can always be worse. I guess it could be. I guess it could <laughs> still. So you was um, having your cap doing, and then that's when you. Comatized then, or? I actually found out just today that they what they used because I was put into a coma because I was oh, so bad. Okay, okay. Uh, 
they used they actually used fentanyl to put me into the coma. Wow. So now That's I've crazy. legally done fentanyl. <laughs> You're one of the few people that actually had it, and well, you might not have known particularly about it mm. at the time, but it was done on purpose. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I wasn't wasn't scrounging through the streets looking for fentanyl. No, isn't that the one that um, keeps getting like turning up on like cocaine and stuff and killing people? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've uh, I've seen like a few like, accounts of like heroin users say, that say it's like. Basically, just like heroin turned up to eleven, oh, which wow, is—I okay. mean, we think about heroin's kind of like heroin turned up to eleven. I was about to say, I bought heroin was turned up to eleven anyway. This is apparently this is like eleven hundred apparently. <laughs> God damn it! That's a goddamn good. But the, good heroin. <laughs> about. That's some good heroin. That's some damn good heroin. Mm. But I go into the coma, and. The next morning, uh, I was at Heartland at this point, and you know oh, Queen okay. Elizabeth Hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a much big, yeah, much bigger hospital, much more uh, well equipped. Looks like it's got escape ramps on the top. That's the one. It's a really nice building. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The view from the top's wonderful. The staff's, the staff's great, and they found out that I had to be transferred there because they had this thing called an ECMO machine, which is basically it's it just operates as your lungs. So when your lungs don't work, it they actually can you see the scars on my neck? Oh yeah, yeah. That's, Jesus, yeah. that's where the echo went. I have seven scars, and I have to put them on my thigh as well, right next to my penis. <laughs> For, uh, so there's so much going on down there when you were sleeping. I've got to tell you this: the guy who put the catheter in. I don't know if I'm imagining this or not. If I just recreate it in my head, okay. but I swear to God, for some reason, I was just like, "Why are you so obsessed with my penis?" Like he just kept looking at it, <laughs> and he he he. God there, knows why. There was, but there was no, <laughs> but no, but like seriously, for about an hour, he'd like <laughs> pop it in and out, and the only thing he ever looked at or examined was my penis, and I was like, "Is this kind of like the?" penis doctor or is he just some like nurse who just like really into penises I, I... maybe he's training to be a penis doctor <sighs> you don't want a trainee penis doctor you want the real penis yeah, doctor yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> they gotta learn somehow I guess oh, they've no. always gotta everybody's always gotta do their first capita not on me <laughs> oh, <laughs> please not on me I guess okay maybe only the people training for it but <sighs> oh, I... I thought you were gonna say you were smiling he might have been under the mask. <laughs> Just grinning ear to ear. <laughs> putting your catheter in a bit. Just staring into your eyes way too much with a big smile. Ah, <laughs> yeah. oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, uh, what was I saying? Uh, uh, now. Yes, they put me into the coma. Mm. And then the next morning, they were going to send me off to QE. Because yeah. the way it was described to me afterwards is they said that if I was left there... I was basically going to die. Like, I, th- th- there was a 100% possibility that if I was left there, I was wow. going to die. That says a lot about the fucking our local hospital in that case. Oh, it was like, they were doing their best. My yeah. heart actually stopped twice and I had to manually wow. restart it fucking both hell, times. Okay. <clears throat> so so they, they did decently, I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, you're here still. So yeah. Definitely. yeah, yeah. But QE did like the main heavy lifting. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, so basically they were like, okay, in the morning, we're going to arrange for transport as early as possible. And the hospital, the ambulance people were saying, if his heart stops again in the ambulance, there's nothing we can do. He's just dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like oh, me, yeah, me yeah. staying at the hospital was definite death. Me being transferred to QE was a yeah, it was like a slim to none like yeah, possibility. Yeah. Maybe I survive. On the way there, another car crashes into the ambulance. What? They have to wait another half an hour for a different ambulance. Oh, not when you're in the in the ambulance. No, when I was in the ambulance, oh, it crashed. Jesus. Okay. 
my, like my mom, my dad, and my sister were all like following behind the ambulance, and they saw like it crash while I was in it. Jesus fucking, hell. you got a great story for on stage, so now you do. Seriously, I, I remember last year saying like all I want is like story. interesting stories, and I'm like this is like grade A interesting story, and yeah. I, yeah. it's just the whole thing is fucking crazy. <laughs> it's that old classic, classic. Keep, ah, I can't say it. Cliche. Be careful what you wish for. That's yeah, seriously, seriously. I should I should have asked to be not interesting at the start. <laughs> I actually said I remember telling my mum and my dad when I got out of hospital. Mm. I was like, last year was kind of hectic, and then it was kicked off by a coma. This year I'm boring, Mark. I'm gonna start wearing cardigans and doing Sudoku. I'm just I I don't need any more interesting no more. stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm mm. good. But thankfully, obviously, I made it. So uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I managed to get to QE. Mm. Uh, they. They had to do like a six-hour surgery to remove the blood clots. Oh wow! They went, like, they did some imaging thing. They went through my brain, uh, not through my brain. <laughs> they went through my <laughs> vein. Straight through there. That's that's when they went through my vein, and they uh, went all the way through to the like the pulmonary arteries that yeah, went to yeah. the lungs. By this by, by this point, my lungs had failed. My heart. It was like enlarging. It was like it was like massively enlarging. My kidneys had failed. My liver was failing. I was like they like they, they said that they. I remember being told after I woke up that no one thought I was going to live. Yeah. No, none of the staff thought I was going to live. But they went through a six-hour surgery to remove the blood clots, and I was put on like an ECMO machine. Yeah. I was put on all different kinds of machines. My dad actually told me at one point I was surrounded completely, like three hundred and sixty degrees, by machines that were all like yeah, keeping yeah, me alive. Yeah, so it was. Uh, I was in the coma for about three and a half weeks. I was told. Uh, at one point, about two weeks in, my family were actually called at midnight. They were told it's looking really bad. Oh, you should come dude, in, yeah. so they could say goodbye to yeah. me. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, <clears throat> that's crazy. Like, do you, do you know what caused them? Is there any kind of thing they can say about that? Like, uh, I know I'm on, I'm on blood thinners now because yeah, my hemoglobin yeah. levels are too high. Yeah. They said the funny thing is they said it might have been because of the drinking, because. Alcohol's a blood thinner, so they thought that my my body might have like thickened the blood to counteract yeah, how much yeah, I was drinking, yeah. and, and then when I weren't drunk. yeah, and then yeah. We, then I stopped, and it was like oh. That's just a theory. They don't know that then. They're, they're still figuring out exactly what okay, happened, yeah. but just high hemoglobin levels, now I'm on blood thinners and all that. That's crazy. Uh, um, yeah, about three and a half weeks in, I woke up. There were about four days apparently. Where I was awake and conscious. Yeah. I have little to no memory of this. Yeah. yeah. But I was apparently making no sense whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was just like. Uh, like uh, basically like still, pretty yeah, much. Half, like half <coughs> yeah, yeah. I remember my dad told me that uh, at one point they were like making my bed and uh, I just yelled back at the nurse, like, make sure the pillows are perpendicular. Which <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, I have no clue what that means. <laughs> No clue. Ridiculous. That's. Uh, I'm not even too sure. I'm not too sure. I think it's uh. Not parallel, is it? So that's like. No, I think it's like that. That would make sense. Yeah, I don't know why I want my pillows to be in the shape of a cross. But... Oh, well, to be fair, a lot of people do that actually. It's so that they could link up to another pillow. Mm, but like, I think I was asking for it to be like the pillows on top of each other, but just like. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I... <laughs> yeah, I have no clue. <laughs> that's fucking crazy, man. Like, uh, have you had all the vaccines? No. 
None of the vaccines. Uh, well, okay, I had vaccine. the vaccines a while ago, but not the, the one COVID ago, one. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. Okay, yeah, so... Yeah, random. It's good that they're going to actually like, look and try and figure out what it is, though. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, figuring it out. Especially yeah. because of, like, how bad it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and... Uh, like my family the whole time, like obviously they were like, my dad told me because of being like my parents, uh, my mum's church, a bunch of groups that my dad's a part of, my godfather's church, my auntie's mm. church, there were like hundreds of people praying for me to like make it through this at one point, like hundreds of people and it's like very yeah. just like. Yeah, it's one of those things and it like, it, it's easy like because a lot of the time I don't have much of an opinion on like religion, mm. but then when you have things like that, it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. Because that's like a legitimate miracle. And then, like you said, there was like hundreds of people praying for you. Yeah, man. That's cool. It is like, it's genuinely like, <clears throat> I, even then, like, I, it's very difficult to like fully process what it is to like be lucky to be alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But I, I'm actually like, it's it's really strange. Yeah, you feel different then. Like, I, I, <clears throat> I do feel different in a lot of very weird ways. Yeah. It's like I said, as soon as you walked in, I was like, you look fresh. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of like the funny thing is I've like barely been able to like shower or anything because like just like standing up and stuff it like takes like a lot out yeah. of me well still now then you still <coughs> it's much better now than it was at the start yeah. you know like when I woke up I my first like, one of my first conscious memories was asking a nurse oh you've got to help me like stand up so I can get, like, walk the toilet mm-hmm. and she's like Mark you tried to stand up yesterday your blood pressure your blood pressure tripled and you passed out <laughs> and I was just like no no that's not right oh yeah I'm, I was in a coma that's fucking crazy man it's, yeah. and the whole the whole thing like I couldn't like pick up like cups of water for like a while it was oh yeah that's because like, well, your muscle had gone down <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your flexibility goes completely as well. Really? That's that's way worse than losing the muscle because your muscle, like, even if you don't oh, have a lot of it. Yeah, that's. Is that like the muscle flexibility you mean at Yeah, it's even like I can't like like if I drop something on the ground, it's like I have to plan to like get it back up. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I can't, I can't just, like oh yeah there. Mm. I have to like be like oh, okay. It just sounds like you're about thirty-five. In that case, then welcome. You, you'll be here again soon. Don't worry. It's <laughs> oh I'm ah oh, I, I can't do that again. If that's what being a thirty-five is, I hope I join the twenty-seven club. <laughs> that's. Uh, Fun way to get there, though, I guess. Hmm? <laughs> well, no, it's obviously not that bad, but... I have a second coma. There you go, yeah, yeah. How many people have two comas in their lifetime? <laughs> well, that's fucking random, man. I'm glad that you're all good at that then now, like... Yeah? <laughs> I'm getting there. When you said it, like, I was like... Well, yeah, I didn't even know. I didn't... Mm. Even though you said it and you was in a coma, it still didn't really clock on the, the idea of you almost dying. Yeah, I know what you, know you mean. What I mean? Yeah. It, has, it hasn't like really like clocked on for me yet. Yeah, yeah, won't well, do. I can imagine. Yeah, because yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm alive. Uh, you don't know what it's like to not be alive. So trying to understand the concept of you're still alive mm. now, it's hard to really process that. Yeah, yeah. Well, technically, I was. Te- technically, I said I was dead for a little you while. Were dead, yeah, 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 yeah. And I still don't know what it's like to be dead. <laughs> you do. It's just that's 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 what it is. Mm. <coughs> Asleep, I guess. Mm. And actually, but at the same time, though, you, I don't. It's hard to say that too because I do kind of think that if there was something else when you die, or if you go somewhere else, like in a coma as mm. well, you just wouldn't remember it. You know. Well, I've I have a lot of memories from inside the coma. Really. And yes. Wow. Uh, okay. Like like dreams, like those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and That's then, awesome. <laughs> oh no, no, it wasn't. It no, because wasn't. they must have been like the longest dreams ever. Yeah, but they were also really not fun. 
Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know when they started and when they uh, when they ended. Yeah. But <coughs> and that's something I don't really know with comas in that in general because mm. they can't know anything. Like, yeah. Only what people remember. And uh, well, I'm like a scientist right now. Then. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Tell us what what happens in a coma, Mark. It's um, well because of the fact that I was on like various drugs and I was also like half yeah. awake, half asleep. They told my family that my brain chemistry was like all over the place, pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if this is like a common thing, but one thing that did realize is that a lot of the memories I have from in the coma, a lot of the people that were there, I recognized their faces when I woke up as nurses and doctors. I was oh, like, okay. oh my God, you were like yeah, the yeah. person that did this. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it seriously messed with me. And also in most of them, I remember not being able to move. And I, I think I realized because yeah, I couldn't move yeah, in real yeah. life. Yeah. The only one where I could move, and even then technically I couldn't move, is when I was, this is going to sound fucky, and it's not even the fuckiest one, I was in a, like a stealth survival video game, Okay. and I remember being so freaked out because it was so dark, and I was walking around, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, that I kept trying to die to get to the main menu, so I could like leave the game. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And like, like all these streams felt like they lasted about two days each. Yeah. Like two real days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fuck knows how long that actually was. Because dreams mm. normally can last like, well, even if you have like the dream and then you have something else, you go back to dreams as well while you're mm. asleep. You know, so you can forget about all the little things. So over two days of like, what? It'd be like an epic movie box set. It's I I am gonna write a book about mm-hmm. it. So I have to because I want to know more about the one with the game. You know what was going on in that? Because I I have um in my dreams every now and then I'm in a game and. Mm. I always have the same thing. I'm pulling tiny guns out of my pocket, looking at them, and then when I'm like, yeah, this is the one I'm going to use, it just becomes full size. Mm. And then when I'm shooting, it's like <coughs> pressing a controller mm. and I'm shooting a gun. So you could like, you can like feel yourself pressing the controller? In a way. You can kind of mm. feel yourself doing stuff. Because I, I didn't have that. I was like, it was like I was, I was like the character in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was also completely like aware that it was a game. Yeah, it was a game. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't like. F- there was no like. I, there was no. I wasn't the person yeah, yeah. controlling it. Yeah. Even I, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't <clears throat> see myself controlling it, but it was like I was aware I was that it was a control. So I was doing like certain actions and stuff. And every now and then in my dreams, or a lot of the time, I have a thing where I go, Ch-ch-ch, and then I go the third time, like shit, a grappling hook. Uh, Why didn't I have a grappling hook? Fuck, Fuck man. <laughs> it was a. Uh, uh, I actually, I think, I think I was in like a nuclear power plant that had been like abandoned. Mm. Like I remember it feeling like I was in Chernobyl, and yeah, like yeah, there yeah. was like a monster or something chasing me. Oh, I remember oh, there, God, no. there were yeah. people every time I like I broke cover because I wanted to die to get to back to the main <laughs> menu. Every time it happened, I I remember like people would like yell at me over voice chat and be like, "Get get back and cover." <laughs> I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was so confused. Yeah, yeah, that's fucking great though. <laughs> it was. Uh, it, it was it, it, obviously in retrospect it's like quite funny yeah yeah but at the time it was hellacious I imagine especially with a monster chasing you this that wasn't even the worst one didn't even come close to it I've told a few people this there was a this is it's so weird this one I had a dream that I was on a boat that was the set of apprentice master chef <laughs> for disabled people <laughs> 
Yeah. And I was I was in the bed the entire time. They were rolling my bed around so I could make food. Okay, you, you, you were there. You, you were the same at the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like the Paralympics, but the Gordon Ramsay version. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Inclusivity. That's all I They were reeling me around. And after about a day, they revealed, after chaining me up on the bed so I couldn't move at all, they revealed... Wait, you're on about a dream or the actual... Because you sound like Heartland as well, to be honest. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is QE at this point, so oh, they, yeah. they were a bit nicer uh, with it. I actually love Heartland, because both my kids were born there. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it, uh, I actually, the second hospital I went to was Good Hope. Have you been to Good Hope? I've been to Good Hope. Shit old. AKA No Hope. Yep, it's yep. it's seriously such an ironically named hospital, and I hated <laughs> it there. We almost had a good birth when we thought she was going to be the first one there, but it was what they call Branston Hicks. Hmm? Is, yeah, it's a really weird name for um, fake contractions. Hmm. Your body's like trying to give birth, but you're not giving birth. It's like when a sheep does that, you sap it really hard. A sheep? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that way is. <laughs> I'm not a farmer. <laughs> Slap <Slower> it. <laughs> oh, that's good hope, seriously. You're lucky she wasn't born there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is, oh, I just... You know, there were some nice people there, some nice nurses. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of the staff, like, anywhere were lovely. Mm. Uh, some of them are dickheads too, don't get me wrong. I mean, but even, the, I could tell, like... The difference between like how seriously they took their job and yeah. how nice they were between QE and Good Hope, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. "There's a difference here." <laughs> and I'm not just like I'm not making this up. There was a definite quality gap between QE and. And if you um, <coughs> like one of the like the iller ones as well, then mm. you'd have had like the higher tier people there too. Oh yeah, yeah. They were getting bonuses. Those people. Uh, there, yeah. there were days where I like had two people taking care of me at once, and this was like after a few days I'd been awake. And oh, okay, yeah. the weird thing is, I was in the ICU for so long that, like, at the start, it was kind of like, I was the, the doctor actually said that when I got there, I was the sickest person in the Midlands, without a doubt. Wow, really? Yeah. Jesus Christ, okay. So, at the start, it was like, I was, like, priority number one. Yeah, yeah, Then yeah. after about a week of me yeah, being away. as well, you'd imagine that would go <coughs> like, like, like. See, and the fact that I'm 20, well, 21 now. I was actually in a coma over my birthday. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So. When was that? Uh, 4th of January. It's five days into it. Happy birthday? Uh, Apparently. Actually, no, birthday. There you go. Birthday. birthday. <laughs> it, it was a day. It was a day and you got through it. That's all that mattered. And now I'm here. There you go. I, 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 uh, I was actually really happy because my sister's birthday was like a couple of days before I got out and they were, like, my whole family were visiting me the whole time because, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, they would. Yeah, yeah. And I was just really happy to get out of my sister's birthday, honestly. No, yeah, that's cool, man. Like, it's... It's one of those things because you got through it now as well. You probably don't even realise it, but you must have like different outlooks on things too. You just appreciate things more, you know. It's it's weird. It's actually like a little bit of both sides. Yeah. Well, like, I appreciate life more, and I'm like, oh, I could like, I've got to make sure that if I die tomorrow, I can like put a stamp on my life and say I'm proud of what I've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I also take things less seriously because I'm like, I go home and I'm like, I was in a coma like a month ago. Do you want me to just like? Make cereal and be like, oh, what, what? <laughs> like, I can't just go on and act like everything's normal in like a weird way. Oh, you mean like in the way that you kind of <clears throat> presented with your morality as well at the same time? So like you're aware, you know, like of the thing. A lot of people over the pandemic were like kind of suddenly like uh, aware of their own mortality, like the idea of like you know, like oh yeah, you can just die at any point, kind of thing. I wouldn't say it's so much that. I'd say it's more that. 
what happened was such like a big thing. Yeah. That like, I've gone from that, which oh. is like a massive thing. Now you think you're invulnerable. <clears throat> well, that's definitely a, that's yeah. definitely a thing that where like, I weirdly think that. Yeah. But it's more just like my main priority now is like getting strength back in my legs and like yeah. my arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it all just seems like so unimportant. Where it's like, oh, I was like literally fighting for my life. There were hundreds of people praying for me. I like nearly died multiple times. I think you're very chill about everything. You mean? Yeah, like it's yeah, just like it's yeah. hard to like be like, ah, oh, like my, my. I think that's the main thing, though. Personally, like that's what kind of what I see real happiness as is like. Uh, hmm. I don't want to say acceptance. I don't mean chill about things like you know because most things you can't change. <clears throat> the things you can, you do what you can for them. And all the noise is just noise. You know. I hear what you mean. Is that what you mean? Or It's sort of like that. And that's definitely a part of it. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking okay. more about like just the... Uh, I don't know. Physical. It's, it's very hard to describe mm. in that <clears throat> things just... I don't Things just don't seem as important anymore. Yeah. I'm like... Yeah, that's, yeah, that's like in a sense that um, like shallow things don't seem as important in that as well. Or... Actually, yeah, I think yeah, I think I might be it. Yeah. I I think the reason that I yep. might be feeling like this is just because I haven't had any. Like, like I said, the past few days, like my focus has been just like yeah, yeah, getting strength yeah. back in my legs. I haven't like been able to like go to Scotland and like see some whales or like you know like <laughs> meet someone or like you know do any of that shit. No, no, yeah, I, I don't think that's what I meant at all. I don't know what you meant there. <laughs> no, it's more. It's like I I haven't done anything important since I've been out of the coma. Oh, yeah, yeah, It's just yeah. recovering. And when I get to that point where I can, like, I don't know, maybe, like, do some yeah. cool shit that means something, really means something, then I... Yeah, yeah, nice. but I just mean the sense of, like, um, yeah, you, you, you kind of get a bit more of a sense of the things that are important and then yeah. some of the other things that are, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. it is, like, very difficult to yeah. really, like, care about something, like, small when you nearly and, died. Yeah, and like you said, like, it's figuring out, like, kind of processing all that, like... Do you know, one important thing though, do you know the stuff you missed? Do you know any of that? What do you mean? Like, have you caught up with stuff? Oh, like media, shit like that? Well, yeah, yeah, you know, anything. Uh... Like, did you know that Putin grew a tail? Hmm? Putin from Russia, he grew a tail. I did not. And scales? Not the kind where you weigh things, but scales. Like yeah. Tail. Uh... All over his body. I... I... Don't think that happened. <laughs> I think I would have heard if Vladimir Putin publicly turned into a lizard. You might have been in the game. Uh, it was actually just in Reba. Ah, oh, I did hear about that, actually. Yeah, I did go. hear about yeah, that. Yeah, turned yeah, into yeah. a gecko. Oh. <laughs> uh, I remember, do you know about Jeremy Renner? He had like a snowplow fall on his leg. Oh, yeah, yeah. I found out about that like after I woke up, a while after. Yeah, so uh, when, when was it you actually woke up then? I think... Like I said, there were a couple of days where I was like not. Yeah, all roughly. There. Yeah, like... I think it would have been the twenty fourth, about yeah. then, because there's there's a picture on my Instagram that I took. It's one of my first conscious memories. That was on the twenty eighth, so I'm guessing four days, twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a rough estimate. I need to go get that mobile second. All right, go for it. I'm gonna make a note. Thirty five minutes. <laughs> Not right right now. Yeah, not right now, like. And even I wanna take like a decent break from it just because it's a 
I know. I, I don't really like doing it like that. If you know what I mean. Okay. Like if I have like a good set, I like like looking back over it and being like, oh yeah, like I did a good job. I got a couple good laughs. I made a few good jokes. But actually being on stage, I just I really don't like that. I don't want to do that. Oh really? Nah. Yeah. I can, I get it. Some, to be fair, it's not always fun. Like anyone that says it's always fun, it's not because it's fucking discruciating sometimes. Yeah. Like when it doesn't go well, it's like, ugh. And then going back to doing it after it doesn't go well is always the hardest. Oh, I hate it. I hate yeah, it. Yeah. It's just. Uh... Do you want to be a bud boy? Uh. Or are you not drinking then? I, I I can't drink. I told my dad I wouldn't drink for the rest of the week. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a bottle of whiskey earlier this week. Just as a, just as a getting out <laughs> present. I didn't polish off the whole thing one day for it as well. But nah. I just remember being in hospital like, oh, I'd do anything for to just be, like some whiskey right now. To be fair, man, like, it's, it'd be really, I've never heard of that, like, with somebody that drinks a lot, especially a young person. Like, mm. when did you start drinking? Well, the funny thing is... Unless it was very young and you don't want to say which... <laughs> I started drinking when I was 13. I think that's about normal. Then, but then my whole life just kind of went downhill the more I drank. And after a year after about a year after I started, I stopped. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Okay. Sort of got my life back on track. Yeah. Then, about this time last year, roughly, maybe March, April last year, I yeah. started drinking again. And then, like the exact same thing happened. Well, like, I started drinking in my life. Just went no. <laughs> so it's, it's it's you can like directly graph how good my life is with how much I drink. It's like mm. almost like comical in that sense. Well, yeah. I mean, it depends on what your thing is like everyone's kind of got that with something I think though yeah everyone has a vice yeah yeah when it's alcohol it's a bit more mm. but then like um, for myself like we've probably bud more than anything like you can't hide that like, yeah. you, like when it's drinking or something you know you can go somewhere slip a drink yeah. or something, <laughs> just to get it off your breath oh. after I can't like just go into the other room and light a spliff you know yeah <laughs> someone will notice someone will it's a uh... my... even though I used to I remember I used to go to college high and yeah I, I want to say I got away with it. I, sometimes I kind of get away with it. Have we ever told you the story of the first ever time I got high? No. Oh, the funny thing is, I thought it had already happened. Like, first ever time I got high, um, it's like a virgin thing. Oh, I think I know what you mean. <laughs> um, I was in the park with a few of my mates and um, someone else had rolled for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd basically been... It was uh, dumb, actually. The, that was safe every time. Not dumb. Who's, who's that? The evil hippie man, the goth man, the tall guy that um, with the long hair that's around sometimes, not Nathan. Oh, I so, think I know you're talking about. Yeah, him anyway. Uh, um, he, he's a fucking idiot, man. He told, <laughs> he, honestly, he told me to smoke, like, by going, uh, I needed to reenact. Like, rather than going, um, oh, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. Okay, yeah, so when you smoke normally, like, breathe yeah. in, and then you just kind of keep breathing in, and it's yeah. like, he said to go, Breathe in with that, and then breathe in with my nose after. And I didn't know any different. I thought I was getting high the whole time because I we were drinking too. So I, you don't know what it's like at that point. Hmm. So naturally, I thought I'd been high so many times. So when my other mate on the way to school was like seven in the morning, oh Carl, do you want to get high before school? I'm like, yeah, of course. Uh. That's, that's minor. Yeah, of course. So got that smoked a load. Felt fine. Felt absolutely fine. Went to class. Uh, it was a boys' school I went to, so a lot of craziness going on in yeah. the lesson. Um, the first lesson, absolutely fine. And then as I got up to go to the next lesson, I remembered this completely, absolutely fine. And then I was looking at the desk, stood up, 
and it was like the desk stayed at the same level <laughs> as I stood up. Like it went with me. Oh. And then looking around, all of a sudden, oh, what the hell? Oh, that's I'd I'd rather die. Oh, and then realizing what was going on, but not realizing as well. Yeah. You know, like, what the hell? Becoming high for the first time in school. People all around you. And oh, that's horrible. Because the guy who you're doing it with is laughing his head off, telling people. At the time, it was horrendous. Like going into like the um, hallway, and then just somebody walking up, like, "Carl, you alright?" Like, "Yeah, yeah, why?" Mm. Like, you're swaying. <laughs> like, quite a lot. <laughs> like, oh, the final was completely straight. And then I remember the uh, next lesson, I had the really strict science teacher, who was also oh. like the um, deputy head. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to get killed. So I went in, he saw him straight away that I looked weird. He's like, you all right, Carl? I was like, I'm feeling a bit ill, you know. <laughs> and then oh. everyone just behind us laughing. <laughs> I is mad bloodshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel really ill. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay, tell you what, then. He just took me down to um, the nurse bit and he was like, just sit on the chair there, just relax a little bit, and I'll come back to you later. So he went and did the lesson. It was like a double one, so I was just there, like in that area for like an hour and a bit. And he came back after and he was like, feeling better now? I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm alright. So he's like, well, it's lunchtime. I bet you got got the munchies, haven't you? I was like, oh, what? <laughs> that's. And then he just sent me on my way. That's the fucking coolest, honestly. Yeah. yeah. But mm. it was hellacious at the time. No, I, I can only imagine. When it was, oh. even, even when I like consciously went into college high, I was, every single time I was like, why did I do this? I could have just gone home. Mm-hmm. And most of the time I did go home. But even then, I just like, sometimes smoke in the smoking hut. And I just go in for some reason. It's the it's the dumbest thing to do. Wait, what would... Sorry, I I sometimes I just go into the smoking huts, uh, smoke some weed, and then go oh, right back into oh, college. Okay, okay, yeah. And I was like, "Why did I do that? Like, <laughs> there's no reason." Yeah, that's the thing, though, isn't it? It's fun, though. But sometimes when you do it, it's like, "Oh no, this was a mistake." Mm. Yeah. The thing is, smoking weed makes things more fun. That's that's you know, it just does that. But the thing is, you can't make a science lesson fun. That's not how it works. You yeah, get you get yeah, through it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, it's like trying to make prison fun. <laughs> you, just, you get through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, you don't know you've had too much until you've had Yeah. Too much. And there's nothing you can do about it then. Oh. Like, you, you're past that point already. Well, uh, the first and only time I ever went into school drunk, I was 13, and I ended up throwing up in my uh, English lesson. And you could, because I'd been drinking uh, dark fruit cider, the Strongbow one. Oh, well, that shows how young you are compared to me. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> uh, Christ. It was, yeah, <laughs> 13 in the park, just drinking Strongbow. That's a, hmm? It's a real British vibe. You know what? That's not too bad, though. When I started drinking, man, it was around the same kind of time, mm. probably more like 14, 15. Um, Frosty Jacks, straight away. You went straight on to Frosty Jacks? Yeah, that was, that was what we started. Oh. We started on the shit. You don't move to the shit. I told you had the good stuff. Oh, no, no, even in Frosty Jacks, like, I've had, like, the Crofters, like, shit like that from Tesco, like, the... Oh, yeah, it's all the same shit, though, isn't it? But Frosty Jacks is worse than the... Oh, is that worse, is it? I, Frosty Jacks is, like, the only time I drink Frosty Jacks is on a Sunday when all of the supermarkets are closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to go to the corner shop. And even then, I'm, like, fighting for my life to find something else to drink. Are the supermarkets a lot cheaper, then, for, like, cider and beer? Generally. 
Uh, okay, I've always been unsure because I'm really dumb and never can <laughs> Honestly, uh, I did never really make a mental note of it. What I always drink is the Audi drink from the tour. Well, even then, now I drink whiskey because I just, I can't, I can't do the, I can't, you know, like if you want to get drunk off a of cider, you've got to like have a lot of liquid. Yeah, 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 yeah. It depends what mood I'm in. If I'm in the mood where I want to drink stuff, which it, lately I've been a lot more into lager and that. I've enjoyed like the two beer kind of thing, mm. which before I, I was always like totally like as soon as I'd have one, I'd be just like, drinking all night kind of thing. Yeah. Because I know as soon as I stop as well, I'm just going to feel crap then. I know what you mean. But now I'm at the age where when I start drinking, it doesn't matter. After a bit, I'm going to feel crap anyway. And if I keep mm. drinking, I'll just feel worse. And it's like, okay. It's like, I mean, you, you get hung over while drinking as you get older. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, it's not nice. <laughs> That's why we don't drink as much as we get older. Um, crap, I'm drinking this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've got to tell you, uh, the time I thought I was on American Apprentice MasterChef mm-hmm. yeah, on the I'd boat, to hear more of this. Uh, they chained me up and they told me that they were taking me to a prison in Malaysia where I was going to spend the rest of my life because they thought that I was a child molester. <laughs> wow. But, yeah. And uh, for what felt like about two days, I was chained up, just like waiting to be sent to a Malaysian prison. Which was amazing as well, because you in the dream couldn't move either. Yeah. Before you were chained up. Seriously, it you was... must have been a terrible child molester. <laughs> 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 the so paraplegic now, now, now we've got the beginning little bit no no the funny thing is I actually remember when one of my uh, aunties uh, came over she told me that she saw because I'm friends with her on Facebook she told me that she yeah. saw the first podcast so now all I can think is just her like going oh another well, podcast from Mark and then she just sees you must have been the worst child molester <laughs> Well, Mike, I want to keep watching. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> well, not just on that, but we'll include some of the context, mm. you know, yeah, that you were yeah. chained up, you were celebrity master chef, or was, well, apprentice master chef. I'm pretty sure she knows the story anyway, so. Oh, uh, so I it was, And it's apprentice master chef. Just sure. every other person in the world that'll think you're a pedo for a few seconds is fine. Yeah. It's a. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll rewind more than that. At, um, Maybe. Even okay. then, it was a. Uh, like I said, it, it wasn't a fun one, you know. Because it felt like about two days long for it to work. That, that's like a, I'm just trying to imagine, like, the steps in that dream. Yeah. Like, from celebrity, master chef, apprentice, disabled version. <laughs> just just, just hearing it said back to me is, like, such a... Uh... <laughs> hearing myself say it, yeah. like, the whole thing. <laughs> it sounds like a Key and Peele sketch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> apprentice... Um, I forgot what I was going to go Yeah, yeah, how you got from that to getting chained up and then in a Malaysian prison? I never got to the Malaysian prison. Oh. I think I. Uh, That's I, a good thing? I, I don't know if. I don't know how it resolved actually. This. <laughs> like, basically, all of these dreams, I don't have like a solid resolution. I think yeah, I, yeah, most dreams you don't do any, like when you have a dream on a night and that. That's a strange thing. It's cause I, you'd think that if you were asleep for as long as I was, you'd get to the end of the dream. But I just had incomplete dream after incomplete dream after incomplete dream. Uh, you know what that is? Hmm? Because 
nowadays they would like to tell you that every story has a beginning, middle and end because it's nice and tidy mm. that way. But in real life, and yes, in dream life, there is no real ending to any story. Every story goes on. That's actually fucky. <laughs> God, that, you know what, just saying all that made me feel high. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's also the weed you've been smoking. Well, yeah, that, yeah. that, that started it. Higher, okay, that's a better way to put it. Still, though, that is... It's kind of true, though. Yeah, I'm genuinely just thinking about that mm. now, because, like... Oh, that's weird. See, I say smart things sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, that when you're having a dream, though, you know, it's, I suppose in your head, it's just going to keep going and going. Mm. Normally, it just ends when you wake up, and it... Mm. Which, you never know, that might have been the one you woke up in. Uh, I think the last dream I had... No, the, the last dream, I'm pretty sure. Because I, I remember sort of them, like getting almost like more and more real yeah, like, yeah, I remember okay. like there was a dream that I had where I'm pretty sure I was in a hospital so it was like gradually becoming more and more real yeah yeah I think the last dream that I really remember having is I was at this like house in like Singapore but the uh, but the world that like, there was a meteor coming down oh I've had dreams like that yeah yeah and I remember because Actually, the, the, the very something I just realised a very big part of the themes of these like dreams mm. was the people that were like there for me while I was like just like lying down and I couldn't move. Uh, a lot of the time, I'd say like, "Ah, oh, I need to do something. I need to do this. I need to do that." Or I was, I'd ask them, "What do you want me to do?" And they yeah. just they said, "You don't don't do anything. Just lie down. Just oh, don't just do like, anything." Yeah, yeah. Processing, letting people take care of you and stuff almost. Yeah, and yeah. I, I wanted to move, but everyone. Basically, everyone I talked to was just like, no, just like lie down, it's fine. And it's it's really weird how like real the dreams were. Yeah. And like how like connected they were to what was actually happening, mm. like really. And to be fair with both, some of them might have been like in that time when you was like half and half as well. Mm. Like, do you know what I mean? I think, I think at least one of them was. Yeah. Because I, I did have a dream that felt very real. And I think I might have been in a hospital bed for some of it. Like the, a real hospital like a proper, bed. Like a like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, but that was also like I remember the reason I was there is because I had a, you know what a tracheotomy is uh, no what's that it's where they put a hole in your neck and then they oh, put that what, tube they, in yeah when you see it in films when they do with like a pen don't they like, yeah um, yeah they take like just the tube you know and it makes like an airway yeah 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 <coughs> I had one of those done and the reason I was there is because I couldn't like when I tried to talk it made like a really weird noise and the doctor was also making a film where one of the roles needed someone who made oh, that noise dream. Okay. yeah 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 wait, 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 what? it's like it's okay. the people at QE like hold on I'm trying to get into Sundance here <laughs> the first bit was like you were in there because you are making a weird noise like what what it, it was is that it, when you woke up or no this was uh, okay. this was a dream this is Singapore no, the, I don't know. If it's, I'm pretty sure Singapore came after. Oh yeah, this is the one at the end when you're in the hospital bed. Um, no. <laughs> it's hard to pick them out sometimes. I imagine it's. I have a fairly good recollection of the things that happened. Yeah. But it's all just. I. I can. The, the main reason I remember this is because I remember the one doctor who was the one that I thought was like making the film. I actually, in the dream, he was a university student. He definitely wasn't a university student when he woke up. Yeah. 
And I, for some reason... I hope he was at one point. Oh, he must have been. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm yeah, really yeah. hoping no, he I was. So. I'm really hoping he was. I mean, he, he's actually the one that did like, the six-hour surgery, or he was a oh, part wow, of that. Okay. So Yeah, yeah. If he just winged that, then he fair did. play to him. Just, yeah, he did a good job, at least. So. But, um, he was... I was... I went back to his dorm and stayed there for the night. But it was also like there were like a group of like six people, and it was weird. Like the, they were like divided almost, and like the other side like dragged me over, and that's when like the sort of like the Singapore thing almost like started okay. happen. And I, I, I'm gonna go back to Kiwi and ask them to make sure. I'm pretty sure that at some point, I don't know if this happened in the dream or it's happened in mm-hmm. real life. Okay. I'm pretty sure at some point. I tried to get a nurse in a chokehold. <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely don't know if this was a dream or if this was something happening in real life, but they were like, he's so out of his head. We'll just let it go. I have no idea. Well, maybe you just meant they were like trying to show you how to, trying to like, uh, <laughs> have you somewhere. And you were just like, oh, you, come here. They were just Can demonstrating me? how to put someone in a chokehold for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first step of recovery. Oh, they were showing you. Yeah, yeah, the first step of recovery, of course. Show you how to do a to- uh, choke hold and then check your vitals. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Go home. Choke hold, vitals, learn how to walk. Mm-hmm. Uh, dick punch. Dick punch, leg locks. Which, in all honesty, why do we have any of the self-defence like classes? or? I think like that all the time. Yeah, just dick punch. Dick kick, well. Yeah, any, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any attack to the dick. Dick elbow. Maybe we need dick foot. Dick foo. That sounds like the hottest Korean dish out there right now. <laughs> Wait, does that mean food or like a porno star? Because it could be either. And even your explanation could be either. You say the hottest Chinese dish. Uh, I said Korean, so now you're oh, racist. Oh, well, I mean, they're pretty close hottest, hottest Korean dish. That did actually break my brain for a second. That could be a porn star or food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the description? Uh, slimy. Still could be either. Well, yeah, you could. Uh, uh, tastes like fish. Yeah. Could yeah, be yeah, either. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what we're doing here, but I'm, I'm, I'm okay <laughs> we're, from, we're from coma to this amount, so it's about uh, space about five minutes. Oh, like a lot of fish battered. <laughs> that was very very good. <laughs> battered. I was quite happy with that. Oh, actually, that was really, really good. You could very easily work that into a joke, actually. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to debate those two bits now. I like my women like I like my fish. Battered. That feels like it must already be a joke. Mm. Oh, I would imagine so. That sounds like a... Um, yeah, that sounds like a Freddie Boyle joke, actually. No, Frankie Boyle. Frankie Boyle. Yeah, I, like yeah. Like, I like my women like I like my fish. Battered. <laughs> Caught and battered. Caught. <laughs> That's not too bad. Caught, battered and frozen. Caught, battered and frozen. Frozen in the fridge behind a skip. I'm trying to... That, that actually, you sold Frankie Boyle really well there. What? You sold Frankie Boyle really well there. I had no idea what um, accent I was doing, I'm not going to lie. Oh, Scottish accent. I just, like, I just mm. sort of sound like a... I just try and sound like I have a cold. <laughs> oh, I meant to tell you... I don't know why... I wanted to tell you this, but I thought if anyone will appreciate this, you will. And you're one of the first I've got to tell when I want to tell people this. Let's see. I went to McDonald's the other day after a gig. And the dips were free. 
So I kept pressing the button and I now have a bag full of sweet curry dips. How big's the bag? Oh, there was, there was about 16 in there. There's about 12 now. Oh, fair day. 11. Uh, are they the plastic dips or the... the fucking dips? Oh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I do appreciate that, actually. That is amazing. I was very happy. You don't understand how happy I was. I just keep making chips. And I'm just like, yeah. Mm. I'm at McDonald's, baby. I would have got, gotten way more, honestly. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, I, I should have pressed more. I didn't think there was any way they would give me one of them. But they did. I would have gone for at least yeah. 50. I would have shot for the moon. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to specifically try and get a gig there again so I can go back to that specific service station. Well, if it's a thing in all service stations, so someone please tell me. Mm. But we could, make it, we could get a scam going here. Fuck a scam. Just walk up and like, they're free. you got to give them me. I just walk up and I'll just be like, Even count there. up how many are there first in the box, mm. how many they've got in the whole shop. And you... then I'll just have that many. How much do you think we could resell them for, though? Oh, that's true, actually, you know. Yeah, people are walking into McDonald's, but like, yo, MP, yo. Fine place to do it. The crackiest thing in the world. Just hanging outside McDonald's. Hey, man, you got some dip. To be fair, though, man, if um, a dude came up to me, like any crackheady hobo man, and asked for change and gave me dip, I'd be all over that. I'll be, I saw one the other day. They were standing up by um, the old Bill and Boy, you know, the people standing in the middle. Yeah. And he was juggling. That's that's what you need to do with a hobo. Just juggling? Yeah, but do something, you know, to get your money. <laughs> Why would you just walk over with your cup and be like, change? That's, that's got to be, like, demoralising, though. Like, you basically, you know, there's people... Uh, that... I'm sorry, what job do you think anyone can have that isn't a bit demoralising? Mm, that's fair, that's fair. We were talking about prostitutes not too long ago. No, porn stars. Sorry. Cause they're Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> the difference between uh, prostitution and porn stars is recording it. Pretty much. And the pay is obviously uh, different. No, no, but it depends if it's an amateur one. Actually, how much do you think the world's highest paid prostitute gets paid more than the world's highest paid porn star? That's a good question, you know, because highest paid prostitute, you're looking at somebody that goes to, like, um, I'm trying to think of some really like rich fucking, people. Yeah, like Saudi world. princes, like. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of some people that wouldn't be going for questionable people, though. So, you know, I'm trying to think of, like, say, um, a respectable person that might be getting a prostitute rather than, say, somebody that might show up <coughs> in a phone book that belongs to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. That's... Actually. You missed that? You came back from the dead? Came back from the dead. Well, obviously, we thought he was dead. He was never dead. That's... Uh, he was a robot. I... I... I have no idea. Literally no idea. It's weird that that seemed more believable than the first one. I can't remember what do you mean the first one? The first one? What was the first one was that I said to you? I tried to make you believe it was real. It definitely was real. Obviously. Oh, the tail of the lizard. <laughs> Yeah, 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 Putin's a lizard, that was it, yeah. Yeah, see, it wasn't made up, it was true. Uh, I, I, I could, honestly, if you sold it really well, I think you could have convinced me that Jeffrey Epstein was a robot. Yeah, okay, okay, I'll remember that for next time. I'll think of something. <laughs> there was something I could, actually, though, genuinely, though, mm. did you see the um, UFOs that were shut down? I, after I got out of hospital, I did see some stuff about there being, uh, like, UFOs in, like, Alaska, was it? There was one, um... Uh, above Alaska, 
one uh, in Canada and one above Lake Huron in America. I heard about that one as well. But naturally, they call the, uh, the search has been called off. They're like, we are the American government. We cannot get to a piece of ice in Antarctica. We cannot do it. No, sorry, in Alaska. We cannot do it. Mm. We may own it. It may be ours. And we may have places right by it. We may have helicopters and submarines and ships that can go through ice. But we cannot get to the wreckage. We cannot do it. It is obviously like incredibly sus, but even then, I just, conspiracy theories and like that kind of thing, UFOs in general. I just, I it's one of those things where if there are aliens or anything like that, then it doesn't really matter because they're either gonna kill and enslave us or they don't like. Chill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like we can't really do anything about what there's they're um, gonna do to us. There's a word for that, you know. Um, what is it now? Uh, it's what Elon Musk is very much like. Um, it's not pragmatic, you know, it's not pragmatic, that's a different one. Um, agnostic, no, it's not agnostic. I think, but I think pragmatic might be the... Is that it? I think it is. Uh, pragmatic's where it's just like... It's like, yeah, what will be, will be. Basically. Yeah, oh, stoic, I think you mean. That stoic thing, you're like, you just, stuff happens and you're just like, I am man. Yeah, yeah. I shall not react to things. Uh... I am king of livers. I do take steroids. <laughs> Oh, did that, that happen last year or this year? Uh, I remember, it might have been last year, I remember seeing about that. Yeah, that might have been last year, I think, actually. Yeah, that must have been pre-coma. Mm. Um, does anything good happen? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck no, man. Does, um, did you see the other day about the South Park stuff? Like, uh, what, South Park? Yeah, um, fuck, I'm forgetting the main people, though. Um, the Sussexes. Harry and Meghan, them people. Oh. They um, were on South Park and they almost became the first ever people to sue South Park. They didn't. Wait, why? Well, oh, because the episode they brought out about them, um, they were the Canadian royal family rather than the British royal family. They never once said their names, but it was them. Mm. And it was they were on the world privacy tour, going all around the world, <laughs> shouting and making a lot of points about how they want privacy. <laughs> Sh- setting up fireworks... Drum sets, you know, banging all the time. He went on um, a chat show and he was like, so the chat show host was like, so you brought out a new book called Where? Where you report about everything that happened in the royal family. Like, yes, I did. Like, and you say in here that you hate reporters. Yes, I do hate reporters. So you wrote a book reporting on your family. Yeah. So you are a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, it's, I think it's fairly tame to sue over. Yeah, oh no, the whole episode is more than that. Like, oh. But yeah. It, yeah. Um, yeah, but they see that. Like, they're just moany people at the moment. Mm. Like, what? Megan, probably more than anything. I, I don't really care too much. Women, right? Women. Ah! Yeah. Ugh. Can't live with them. Can't kick them in the nose. That's, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I could if I tried. <laughs> but it will be looked upon. With frowny eyes. Mm. Well, that's because she'll be, like, unconscious. Oh, for her? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She'll see you later, though, in the trial. Mm. I, oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, just saying that made me think about the catheter again. I, it just... I don't know what that made you think of the catheter. No, just because every single... It, it genuinely feels like being, like... I, you feel like a victim it's afterwards. Nice. Yeah, it's. I, I just. I can't think about it. Ah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense to be. I understand this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't want anything up there. Especially knowing that it could have happened again while you were asleep. 
that that's that that really isn't what bothers me. It's just the fact, just feeling no, it. You couldn't, you couldn't stop it. No, you had to let it happen more. I was genuinely. I I remember like fighting it, being like, "No, this is this is not going to happen. This is not going to happen." <laughs> and I just you had no energy to fight it. it yeah, se- yeah. Seriously, yeah, obviously, and it was so sad. It, it genuinely, it feels like uh, that's probably what it was. Well, actually, wasn't it? Like the fact that you had no energy, you couldn't fight. You just had to let it happen. Yeah, it was seriously. It was like. <laughs> That's that's the one of the ways you want to go with that joke on stage as well. Part of it, like that's a great bit talking mm. about it and then for, just bitching about how victimised you felt. Uh, <laughs> I reckon I could pull that up actually. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, I'd piss a few people off, obviously. But well, what happened to you? you can't, no one can say a damn thing to you. It happened to you? No one can say anything to you. Still victimised though. That's what like. Hell, you felt sorry. PC World says everybody's feelings are valid and as important as everyone else's. That means yours are too. Uh, yeah. yeah, fair enough. And mine, where, you know, I step on a pin and it goes in my foot and then I think, God, those women don't understand what real pain is. <laughs> That's valid too. Yeah, fair enough. I, honestly, I think... Do you think being kicked in the balls really hard or giving birth is worse? It all honesty, definitely giving birth. Mm. Oh man, I've seen it. It is not. I've seen it twice, up close wait, and personal. Wait, you saw it? Yeah, I caused it. I had to be there to see it. It's like it's like causing a crash and then running away from the scene. That's wrong to do. So I I could uh, I if I still if I had a baby, I'd be in the room, but I wouldn't like. Oh, I, I had a passing. I had to have a look. I had to see it all. I was unable to get an erection when she was naked afterwards. So that's anything. <laughs> Fair play to you. <laughs> I that's, that's love. That is that's, that's that is real love. Fuck. Because I I just I couldn't uh, no I I th- I I was just thinking about it. I'm like that's I don't want to see what someone's. In, in all honesty, you get a whole new respect for women. Like it's crazy. Like apparently it's the equivalent for us for um shoving a golf ball out of our dick. Ah. Oh! <laughs> that's the equivalent. <laughs> ah. Oh. <laughs> Captain doesn't feel as bad suddenly, does it? No. <laughs> hmm? Ah. Yeah, generally apparently that's the equivalent. Ah. And when and my kid ah. had my size head. Ah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's ah. That's yeah. what. No, lie to me. Lie to me. Say it to you. Say it's easier. Say ah. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. It just fell out really. Oh. <laughs> She was like, oh, what's that? Oh, baby. Oh, still, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like having, um, it's like pissing air. Pissing air. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Like when you get older. Is, is, that, is that, is that a thing? I, don't know, I think for like 18, 19 year olds, that's what happens when they masturbate. I assume. Just like a smoke screen. Wow. More like a little puffer smoke coming out. Mm. Like, a... like you fired like one of those two inch guns. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Still, oh, golf ball. That's horrible. <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, naturally, to people like myself with giant swans, it's not, that's not <laughs> too bad. I'm like, yeah, all right. Oh, man. Four. <laughs> and I got me a purdy. So that's a cricket thing as well, isn't it? Four. Yeah, yeah, it is actually. Yeah, uh, that's a bad shot though. That's where that's four points when you like it bounces along the floor and then it goes out of boundaries. Mm. But if you get six, it goes. Ah, uh, cricket ball would be worse because it has that rope thing on it and that scratch the inside. And it's a hell of a lot bigger. Really? 
Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Oh. Like a tennis ball size bigger than a tennis ball. I think it's like a tennis ball, isn't it? What's like, if, you, if, you, if a woman birthed like a full-size human, do you think that'd be like a bowling ball coming out of like your penis? No, they'd probably be like a full-size person coming out of your penis. Oh. Either way, you're going to be dead, I think. <laughs> I did see um, a, um, oh. there's an old show that I used to watch, like it's a really, it's like, I think it was 2000, but it looked like it was from the 80s. It was like an old-looking, cheesy thing called Fringe. And it was all like different sci-fi things happening, and one of them, like in the one of the early episodes, a woman, like, there's a prostitute that goes back to her house with some guy, and the guy's getting ready to murder her. It looks like that anyway, but then all of a sudden she starts doing weird stuff, and uh, she gets it's like she becomes pregnant suddenly, like, but it's like she's all like ah with all the stuff, and then he comes out in the hospital because the murdery guy's just like fuck this and just dumps her outside the hospital, and then. A baby comes out, but then he's growing as he comes out. By the time the police get there, there's like an old man dying on the floor in like the womb still. Well, in the sack still, I mean. So it's like that, I think. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did it very well, you know, for a cheap show. It looked fucking disgusting. Imagine an old man with a lot of like yellow jelly around him. And a gi- he was in a giant condom. Someone had managed to like suck all the air out somehow as well. Uh, you said it was made in the eighties. No, no, it just looks like it was made in the eighties. When when was it made? Probably like two thousand or something like that. Well, even then, I think. It, have you seen Invasion of the Body Snatchers? <laughs> I know what you mean. I've never actually watched it. Mm. I don't think. No. Have you seen the thing, the James Russell version? Oh, uh, which one is that? Because I've seen the thing, the original. It's one. got uh, Kurt Russell in it. I yeah, think. yeah, 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 yeah. That's what that's one of my favourite films. That was, I think it was made in '82, and the effects that are fucking incredible. So yeah, I, yeah, the they, practical they, effects. They've been good for a minute. The, well, um, all the '80s horror films and some of the early '90s ones, like the practical effects, just look better in mm. a lot of ways. Like. Even now, you can still kind of tell when something's computer generated. Mm. Like you can tell, kind of. Yeah. I think the best thing I saw recently that looked quite good was um, Man Thing in that Werewolf by Night on Marvel. I saw the other day, but it was just because it was black and white. It looked really good. Mm. You couldn't tell then. It looked awesome. Yeah. It might be practical. I don't know actually because it was like a kind of parody, not parody, but based on like eighties kind of horrors and that. But the thing is great. Like I. That was one of my favourite films. It's one of my favourite films ever. Mm. Uh, the effects in it is great. And How do you feel about like that question at the end as, you know, who was the thing? Oh, uh, who were the two left? There was, there was Kurt Russell and the black guy, wasn't yeah. it? <clears throat> I, honestly, I thought that neither of them were the thing. Wasn't it? I think it was the black guy. The, the theory is that, like, because... When he was breathing, Kurt Russell was breathing. He was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I remember that now." Yeah, yeah. And the bottles that had like petrol in earlier, he gave him the bottle to drink, and he drank it. And it's like the question of was it one with the petrol in, so he was testing him, or was it actually alcohol? You know. I don't. I don't think I remember that. I I I watched the film a few times, but I've seen those lists on YouTube mm. now. It always pops up. I've seen that so many times. It's a, it's such a good film. Yeah, yeah, man. And it's it's one of those films. Little really. spider on the floor. Oh, that that one was fucking freaky. Do you think I was pointing at one then? Oh no, <laughs> no, no, it's a, 
it's just uh, there's there are seriously so many like good like effects in that film yeah, and just like yeah, good yeah. moments. And you know that uh, I think it's like the one where it's like it, they f- not not where they first see it, but they're testing that guy. He's on the table, and then the thing just like bursts out of him. Yeah, it's like fucking gigantic. And I think they try to get like a flamethrower or something. Oh, you know what? Every time I think of that, I'm just going straight back to the um, chest burster from Aliens. Mm. I can't help but go to that. In that scene as well, like, do you know that when it comes out of the chest in Aliens? Yeah. He didn't tell any of the cast that that thing was going to pop out. So their reactions are all legit. Like, they weren't expecting anything to pop out of his chest. Well, I'll have to watch that again, actually, to see how they react. Uh, I also one of the ones, um, I saw on The Shining... That, um, do you know about like The Shining, the woman that was like just heckled by? Um, I actually I haven't seen The Shining, but I know I should. Uh, I, I, in all honesty, man, I can hardly remember the film. Like I've really got, I've definitely, I know the film slightly, but I've definitely seen that place a lot more when ghost hunters go there to look around. Is that a real place? The Stanley Hotel is a real place. Where is it? Um, America. Somewhere. Somewhere. (laughs) It's one of the posher places, Mm. like Columbia or Washington. Thereabouts. Neither of those are particularly posh, I think, but sure. I don't know. I don't know. Washington has the big Mm. thing that sticks into the sky. Uh, and the place where the guy sits on the chair. Well, that, I think there's Washington, D.C. and there's Washington State. That's a good point. Okay, Washington, D.C. But it's definitely not in D.C., though, so scratch that. I don't imagine being in Seattle. Mm. Mm. Let me have a look. It might be Colum- Columbus. Is that the one? Which uh, Columbus is in Ohio. Oh, maybe it's Ohio then. Because that seems familiar. Stanley. Hotel. Do you believe in ghosts and whatnot? Uh, no, is what yeah. I'm going to land on. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I almost became a ghost, so. Do you have... They better exist. <laughs> well, what would be better though, that or like an afterlife thing? I mean, in many ways, being a ghost might be more fun. Mm. I don't know. When I die, I just want it to be over, honestly. Well, I suppose, yeah, because if you go to heaven, then you're going to have to deal with God's rules. And like God, yeah. Imagine the rules. It'd be like having like a really arsy like. It'd be like being a teenager <coughs> again and having like a really like overprotective parent. That would be. Just wouldn't let you do anything. I mean, look what happened the last time we let his son go out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I have a bit that I do on the Bible, and that would be a great line for it. On on what? I have a bit that I do on the Bible. Oh, okay, okay, got you. Yeah. But it's like I I, I basically it's like really nepotistic. Because Jesus is the only person who ever get, got an extra day. <laughs> Nepotistic? Is that right? I'm trying to think now if that was the word that I was trying to think of earlier. No, no, no it couldn't have been. Nepotism. I think pragmatic was definitely, you're, you're like, close. Uh, like pragmatic is when you're like, kind of like, um, like, a, you're... <coughs> My understanding is pragmatism yeah, is relating to things that are like, just like like practicality almost, just like like real world things. Like you sort of disregard like emotions or feelings, and you just do what. That's like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Elon Musk, right? Well, d- yeah, in many ways, to be fair. Um, yeah. He's just so- autistic. <laughs> gang shit. Gang gang. <laughs> Pragmatic, dealing with things sensibly and realistically in a way that is based on practical rather than theoretical considerations. Mm. That's not it, though, so much. Huh. 
Um, that's not what I was thinking of. Maybe chicken nepotism then. Because I'm thinking more of like the kind of, you know, what will be will be kind of thing. Like, yes, I know this will happen. It might scare me. Like, mm. when I'm thinking of Elon Musk talking about... Um, I'm I'm getting AI. I'm getting kind of tired by that because all the walking around and shit like that. So oh, okay. I might be taking off a bit. No, that's fine, man. I'm not, I wasn't planning to do it long anyway, so that's, oh, that's fine. Cool. We've already gone over what's like a minimum podcast. Oh, okay. So yeah, we've had like one fifteen. Uh, nepotism: the practice among those with power. Okay, that's definitely not what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. De- okay, yeah, that's definitely not it. Yeah, that's like giving your nephew a job and shit like that. That's exactly what it is. Fuck okay. I have no idea what this word is, but I know it exists, and I can't think what it is. But that's what I'll have for you next time. I'll have that fucking word. I, I wouldn't hold out hope for it, but... I, I mean, yeah, you probably shouldn't do, in all honesty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think I got the gist of it close enough. Uh, that's going to generally piss me off. That I, that I'll generally be thinking about that. I'll just fucking message you on WhatsApp at some point. Just, this is like a word. I guarantee you, like... yeah. <laughs> Well, it was pragma- you said was pragmatic close? Pragmatic was about being practical and stuff, so looking at something and being, like, logical, I think. But was it close to, like, what you were meaning? Uh, dealing with things sensibly and realistically. So it is, it's being, like, a realist. Maybe. So uh, it is and it isn't, isn't it? To, uh, uh, kind of pragmatic. I'm trying to think, this is... Oh, this is going to piss me off as well. I know, I know it. It's like, um, because it wasn't nepotism, it was like nihilism, maybe. That might be why I was thinking the end. (laughs) (laughs) Who was in Paris? (laughs) What? What? No, but that's kind of more like me. I suppose, yes, it is. Uh, maybe yeah this is a lot nearer the rejection of all religious and moral principles in the belief that life is meaningless it makes it sound very negative Mm. Uh, I I wouldn't really include the religious stuff with it but looking at like what will be will be that's not really necessarily meaningless but laissez-faire what? laissez-faire that was some other fucking language there what was that? that's uh it's like uh, uh, I know it's from a history class. Uh, L A I Fair. F A I R E, I think fair is. Oh, okay. It's like, I think it's L A S S I Z. Wait, what? Hold on one second. I definitely misheard you completely. Say it again. L A S S I E Z. F A I R E, I think. Oh, it's one word? No, two words. Oh, okay. Uh, policy of leaving things to take their own course without interfering. Oh, that, that's, yeah, I think that's about it. Never heard of that before, but I'm going to try and or learn how to pronounce that first. How, how do you do it? Laissez faire. Laissez faire. It's the only thing history class ever taught me. Oh! Your history class apparently taught you more than me. I hated history in school, but then after hmm. I left school, I loved history. I had the exact same thing happen because I realised uh, something my history teacher told me like quite early on uh, in the year was that uh, all information is biased. Yeah, yeah. And history 
in itself is just learning how to analyze a source of information. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which in this day and age is really important. Yeah, history is written by the winners. The winner like takes it all. Yeah, yeah, it's the kind of thing as well, we always forget this a lot, that history is kind of happening right now, still. Mm. I mean, we're, we're, there's going to be a big part of history, we're basically at the beginning part of a world war right now, mm. essentially. Pretty much, most likely. At no. least you got to survive for that, there you go. Oh, yes! <laughs> at least now I get to go to war. There you go, man. Banging. Well, you have a reason not to, you know. Oh, yeah, the legs. Yeah, well, just in general, you've had, like, previous stuff, you like that? Mm. No? Exemption? You know, actually, uh, because I'm warfaring now, the blood thinner, mm. if I hit my head, I have to go to hospital. Yeah, 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 because it doesn't coagulate as much in that. Yeah, and, and I I, get, I have, like, a card now where, like, if I show them at mm. A&E, I'll be like, I'm on warfaring, and they'll basically just, like, send me right through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the Disney Fast Pass to yeah, A&E. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, next time you go there, make sure you get on all the rides. Or don't take it. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't go back there. But if you do, go on the rides. On the rides, the wheelchairs at the very least. Uh, yeah, yeah. Won't go on the ECMO again. That was a that was less. That was one of the less fun rides. Well, actually, was that was it? Just like a. Well, no, the ECMO. It's the uh, extracorporeal membrane oxygenator. It's basically they put a tube in your neck and a tube in your thigh, and then it takes the blood out of your body, oxygenates it, and then oh, it puts it back okay. into your body. Okay, yeah. So it's like a transfusion kind of thing. Uh, well, well, kind of like a transfusion, but like cleaning your own blood, then kind of thing. I th- Doing something. Well, it just does what your lungs do, basically. Oh, okay, okay. Because, uh, yeah, like that's just like I was doing a bit of research on it, and it just does what your lungs do. Because my lungs yeah. obviously failed. Because oh, like the chemically shifts that they do. Well, just o- oxygenating it, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All that. Uh, I so. get what you mean. Yeah, rather than like I was thinking then when you said it, like an iron lung, you know, that does a physical part. Yeah. And then, oh. yeah, they, yeah, so you kind of your blood goes in and then they do stuff so that your blood then has what it needs that it would have got from the lungs. I'm with you. I feel like I learned stuff today, you know. I learned yeah. stuff today. I actually, uh, I learned quite a, a decent bit about like the hospital, like lingo and stuff like that. Like what I had was referred to as bilateral peas, which means bilateral pulmonary embolisms. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, so embolisms, embolisms are blood cracked then. Oh, okay. I never realised that. I've heard that word so much. <laughs> I thought it was pulmonary edemas at first, and I quite embarrassed myself in front of some very savvy nurses. Well, d- to be fair, I should hope they're used to knowing more about medical. <laughs> than <anyone> else. <laughs> I fucking hope. <laughs> they're like, oh fuck, it's embolisms. <laughs> Man, I've said this over there. It's like a good little thing to end on, like. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you you agree with this more so than anyone now. Then, like, it just makes no sense to me why they're just constantly not giving the NHS more money. I just don't understand this. It being in the hospital that long and like seeing how, even then, I feel like a big part of it is just mismanagement, and I agree with you. and the funding is big too. But if they if it, the NHS was managed and funded better, yeah. this would be a much better country. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe there's something wrong with the people at the top of the order, most likely, because it's not just the money getting to them, it's also who's getting the money and what it's going for. Which, what a surprise, the people at the top are corrupt as well. Yeah. Weird, that. Oh, I, I remember seeing this Reddit post I was in hospital about, like, hospital managers. I think it was mainly, like, American hospitals. Yeah, yeah. But they get paid millions a year to just, like, walk around and just be like, everything's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it's going that way 
whatever America do is going their way over here at the moment. Mm-hmm. There's already like um, a lot of privatization that has gone, like a lot of things that have gone to like um, American privatization style things. It's coming in. That's I think the only reason why they're not why they're not trying to sort it out as well as they could, or putting the people in to manage it properly, kick idiots out, because the, the more and more it happens, the easier it is to like do the whole privatization thing because then they get money. Mm. And we will also be happy because we'll actually get healthcare then. You know, decent healthcare. Or, well, I, you, we get decent healthcare when it's really needed, but I think it's just, it's hard to go around. Yeah. One. Yeah. I know what you mean. Because, yeah. well, obviously, like I said, like, I was, like, basically on death's door yeah, for a while. Yeah. And, and I they to, come through when you need them, though. Yeah. Normally. I, but I, even, I had to wait, like, a decent while. Like, when they realised it was bad. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Go. Yeah. But, that might have just been, just been because you were doing a good job of trying to chill through it. You know. Oh, even then, like, like I said, half the A and E waiting room was looking, like, staring at me, like, "What the fuck's on with this guy?" <laughs> that, yeah, but they might have just thought you were drunk or something. You know, I mean, on drugs, you're a young dude. That could, I, I, yeah, I, I probably would have thought that. To be fair, and knowing you, I'd still probably think that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I was on drugs. <laughs> oh. We'll just drive back up, and then you can get back to the day. Then, by then, um. I'm guessing you probably haven't got any plugs you want to do. Uh, I said last time I'm starting a cult. Uh, it's going to be pretty good. If you go to www.cult.com, you'll find me there. Uh, we're going to have the best cult in the world. I, I did cheat death, so yeah, I'm technically no. a deity right now. Yeah, you died and came back to life twice. Maybe even three times. Well, you've you got at least one up, Jesus. Maybe two. You could definitely start. Yeah, Jesus only died once. Exactly. What the fuck? He came back. And it took him days. It took him days to come back. I bet you came back within like what? A minute or so? I, I probably want myself back. I did I'm sure I did yeah. CPR myself. Yeah, I'm, I'm I imagine so too. You did it in your dream. Maybe I am actually the second coming of Christ. Maybe maybe or maybe no, you're the first coming of Mark Lee. Yeah, there we go. That seems like the place to end right there. <laughs> hmm? Man. I actually really want to start a court now in a weird way. There you go. I think I might join. We, 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 I'm legitimately going to start a court. Cool, cool. I'll get in touch with the people for the robes. Robes. We'll have to find a life premises. We'll take over a farm. It's fine. Take over a farm. That's what courts in America probably do. We'll do that. We'll be like the next Mansons. Yeah, boy. We're going to do it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my own cult. There you go. I'm going to be second in command. And I'll have like um, a tattoo of your face on the back of my head, and then when you you know don't want to do stuff as well, you need to get a tattoo with a pressure saw on the back of your head, actually. No, damn wait. Oh wait, oh wait. So you could like turn around and like. Yeah, I have a hood up, like Voldemort and stuff. You know, in the the original Harry Potter's, before it was transphobic. (laughs) That. (laughs) (laughs) Is that like is that like an actual problem with the films now? No, no, but there was, um, you might have missed this, there was um, a new Harry Potter game that came out, uh, Hogwarts Legacy, and when it came out, uh, anyone that was playing it on Twitch and stuff um, started getting, like, harassed, like, that, doing, like, a planned thing um, <laughs> by, like, trans groups and all that, but um, something like the Twitch people, though, because they're so uh, suave on, like, computer shit, though, since they realise what's happening. Just went in and just fucked up all their computers and that, like, oh. get viruses and shit, so they were just done. That's the internet. <laughs> the internet has no chill. It's the actually amazing. Oh. And then, wherever you wanted, there's cats having fun, and then 
bareheaded. Cats having fun on Pornhub, in fact. What are you going to say? Uh, I, I said cats having fun. What did you oh, say? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't want to chop a cat's head off. No. Well, I mean, we would. But... Yeah, <laughs> you got me. Laws, you know. Oh. Right, there you go. Let's end this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right, thank you very much, people. You you don't need my plug. You're on the channel. Look down. <laughs> You're here. You're here already. <laughs> Why? Wonder for you. Thank you. <laughs>